NFL Nation, we are back. We are back. We are a quarter of the way through the season already. I don't know how that happened already, but good things are happening. And now we finally know at least a little bit of what these defenses are, how to target them, who we're looking for more strategically in fantasy. Of course, I'm coming off a big win last week on the draft cast. Drafting Jared Goff uh, and Reynolds, that stack definitely helped push my team ahead. But we drafted, all of us had drafted pretty good teams. So the, the draft cast overall was very solid. Um, definitely putting together some really solid plays for the week. And hopefully we're able to do that again this week. Jason, how you doing tonight? Not happy. I just want the Braves to win already. Let this <laughs> let this happen. Let the Mets screw up the entire season. Of course, they, they come out in the doubleheader. They win the game easily. And then they score seven in the first inning of the second game. Like all the bats come alive when it's meaningless. Kind of like Mike Trout. When you don't need him to play well, he plays well. And I hope the Braves win today. Let it be done. Go to the wild card and see what happens. But NFL-wise, man, I'm still alive in Survivor. I picked your. You had a great pick last week. You just told me to pick the Packers. No sweat at all. I was fine in OT. Everything went okay. Um, made that happen. So did good in the, the DraftKings pool. At three out of five. I'm now 15 out of 20 um, picks against the spread. So I'm in the money right now on that. So happy about that. DFS wise, pretty good week. Uh, made a little bit of money. Nothing crazy. Um, our guy Sticks picks qualified for the live finals. So that was pretty cool to see. We had somebody take down a showdown um, based on some of the work we did. Took down $27,000 last week. So had a pretty good week overall, except for these these mutts, man. Always ripping out my heart. But congrats, Dave. Your Phillies made it playoffs. Undeserving. Uh, oh, you know, your, your, team, your team stinks out there in Philly. So, come uh, on. We got oh, the best man. Best. You should wear that. You should put that on for this show. But uh, Eagles look good. Giants are winning without a quarterback, without an offensive line, without anything. With no wide receivers. It's just Saquon doing his thing all day, every day. And I heard Odell uh, had a little workout with the Giants yesterday. So you might get a, a wide receiver for the first time this year, uh, Joel. So you should be happy about that. And do I? are you guys going against each other this week? Is it, is it Giants-Cowboys this week or is it next week? Giants-Eagles? No, we got a while to go. It's Giants-Cowboys, right? Oh, yeah, it's no, Cowboys, that happened right? last Monday night. You got yeah. it. Okay. Yeah, Giants have Packers in London, and we have the Cardinals out in uh, the desert. The Eagles don't want any part of the three-and-one Giants. Come on. No, no, not right now. No, no. <laughs> no, I want nothing to do with that 150-yard passer. No, no, no way. <laughs> but, hey, I'm doing good, too. I'll tell you what. I got ripped off last week. Xander Horvath did not come through with the 40 points that I thought he was going to get. <laughs> I mean, I, I lost by that margin. You know, a little handicapping miss, but that's all right. And like Jay said, um. Feeling high with the Phillies, watching them hungover tonight, getting smashed by the Astros, but that's okay because we can avoid the Phillies Mets for now because I don't really want that. Um, but with that said, um, you know, DFS was solid last week. We hit on a lot of really good plays. Um, and I'm like Jay, I had like a, a good 50-50 kind of mix. I was right in there, um, had that game stack, but you know, when I had Hawkinson. I didn't necessarily have Jamal Williams, and I just had a few misses there, but it just shows you how close we are to really putting that whole, you know, string together. Yeah, 100%, man. I had a Seattle stack with Geno, too. Geno was the best uh, 5K guy. Those those lineups did well. I had a a full stack with a a Geno, Metcalf, Lockett, Hawkinson, but I had – I tried to fade Williams in that lineup, and I had Raymond – Khalif Raymond over Josh yep. Reynolds. So I missed out on there. The lineup obviously cashed because it, you know, that core, you know, pretty much smashed. But you know, if I had Williams in there with uh Josh Reynolds, then then you're competing. But I don't know if you guys saw it, but for a while there was a guy who had a 32-man train winning the Millie Maker until like the last, last, last Josh Jacobs touchdown, I think, did it. But I, I wanted to hear that story. Like I, I know. You know, somebody else won who was really happy for the million dollars. But I want to hear the story of how that numbskull, like, really, that would have been, like, the definition of, of dumb luck because yeah. he would have won, like, 1.5 uh, taking it down. So sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. Or actually, it's always better to be lucky always. than good. Yes. Yeah. Well, not only that, he in that lineup, he had, like, six or seven guys from that game. It was, like, a super stack. And yeah. I'm in a pretzel now because I, like, and for big GPPs, like, I could see a small tournament – 
really hammering one game. But for big GPPs, I usually go off like you don't want you want to spread out because to maximize, you figure you get the stud from each game, and that's how you kind of hit the GPP. But now twice this year, tw- not once, but twice, it was a super stack, basically like five to six guys from one game that took down the millionaire. So I don't know what to do now. Now we're in a pickle. Do we, is that maybe a play? Do we find the highest scoring game, or is that just a weird start to this year? Yeah, it's happened before too. It's I've not the, the the first time it happened. I, I think you can do it if you're really in love with the game. Um, and you know, if, if Detroit Lions are playing, I think that's a game that you want to target because they've been doing it. Even their first game against Washington, or when they played earlier against Washington, that was a game that you could have multi-stacked. But look, you're gonna have to enter 150 lineups if you want to go about it that way. Nobody's entering that lineup, <laughs> yeah. you know, one lineup deep or five lineups deep or, or ten lineups deep. So it'll be interesting. Um, I like the London slates. It takes a game off the slate so you can kind of lock in. So we have a nice slate, yep. you know, moving in. If you guys want, man, we do something on Sirius Radio. You guys, if you want to do it real quick before we go on, C and I usually do a two and pass. We go through each game on the main slate. And then uh, one guy gets one team, another guy goes another team, picks two of their favorite players on each slate. Kind of go through the slate just from a top-down approach. You guys down to do that? Sure. Yes. All right. So uh, I'll go first. Let's do Lions-Patriots. First game in the slate, 1 o'clock. You're playing in New England. Jamal Williams will be popular again. Lions are favored. Actually, no, they're, they're underdogs by three, 45-point over-under. looks like St. Brown will be back. Interesting to see what people do with St. Brown, Williams, and Hawkinson, and Jared Goff. Not a good matchup against New England. Pretty much fading it. But if I'm picking two players from the Lions as of right now, it will probably be back to Amon Ra and Jamal Williams fading Goff here fading Hawkinson at the high price, but they're all in play. Dave, any thoughts on these Patriots, either, you know, the running game or, or some of the passing game here? Yeah, I'll tell you, I, I will take a flyer on Zappy in some lineups. Um, Zappy has some pedigree um, from Western Kentucky. They threw, and I think it was 99 times per game. So he's going to be okay when he um, gets this right. So I, I'll take a little flyer there. I do want to see a little more Hunter Henry before I'm ready to jump on him. But I think there's going to be some point that Hunter Henry will pay off. So I guess I, I would look more towards the running situation here. And I think Ramondre has just been a little better. Detroit 31st against the run. Um, they both average just about 12 a game DK points. But let me take the flyer on Ramondre. I just feel like he gets a little more goal line carry. So it goes Zappi and Ramondre is my two favorite Patriots. There you go. Let's talk about the Steelers and the Bills. The Bills disappointing. The weather had a lot to do with Diggs kind of shit the bed along with the whole entire team for Buffalo. They squeaked out that win. One of my losses – for the pool were the Bills not covering the three and a half. That's what DraftKings had in the pool. And you saw late in the game, I don't know if you were watching, the Ravens wanted him to score. And everybody yelled at the guy who kind yes. of tackled him before the goal line. Like I was the guy who was yelling to just let him score. So I have my potential to cover or go to OT somehow, but it didn't happen. Joe, your thoughts. Pickett starting. Trubisky's pissed off. Um, George Pickens is pretty good at football. Claypool sucks. I actually posted something on Twitter yesterday. Who's worse? Claypool, Baker Mayfield, or Allen Robinson? Who's your vote? We're good. Quarterbacks and receivers. <laughs> um, Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I agree. Dave, who do you got there? Is it at football or fantasy? Both. Well, football, it's Baker Mayfield. Fantasy is Allen Robinson. But it ain't his fault. Stafford has no <laughs> idea where he is. He only has the eyes on number 10 at 89. So, Joel, talk about this game. Pittsburgh, you know, they're only projected to score 16. Pickett's cheap. Najee hasn't been good. Um, this whole team hasn't been good. I'm assuming you're feeding the Steelers, but if you like anybody in the Steelers, let us know. And then are you riding these bills um, with this high total on their side? Yeah, I think you got to fade the Steelers. Um, this Bills defense is really good. And they're, they, I mean, they, they gave, I mean, the Ravens scored early and then they really kind of got it together and the Ravens slowed them down. That's a really good offense. This Pittsburgh offense isn't that good. So, I mean, maybe if you really love the Buffalo side, you want to put a throwback on Pickens because they'll be throwing all game. I might be okay with that, but other than that, I'm not looking there. On the Buffalo side, I think it's this is a good week to go back to Diggs, even though he burned us last week. Um, it's almost good from a GBP perspective. The ownership might come down. People feel like they got burned. It's still Stephon Diggs. He's going to have a bunch of monster games this year. Um, this seems like a good spot for him. Yeah, Houston versus the Jaguars. I'll cover this entire game. I like this game a lot. I think this has the potential for shootout. Even though the Jags are favored by seven, total of 44 and a half. 
I like Lawrence at this price tag. I like Christian Kirk coming back. Zay Jones is playable. I don't really trust Evan Ingram, but if I have to take a flyer on a cheap tight end, he might be the guy I go with. Um, Robinson in play as well. Running it back. Do like Damian Pierce. Do like Brandon Cooks. And also like Nico Collins here. I think this has some shootout potential. 44 and a half. Jags have been good. They're going to bounce back here. So I like that game. Now, Dave, you got the Falcons. Mariota only projected to score around 19 and a half points going against the Bucks. Brady is not only facing defeat a lot, he's also getting divorced, which is not something that I wish on anybody. So you lose a supermodel, you're going to lose a ton of money, and now you're going to play in the NFL where people are going to be trash-talking him. Antonio Brown's already coming at him. So this is not the swan song that we thought Brady would go out on. Um, kind of got embarrassed, you know, by the Chiefs as well. So he's had some tough times here, but this is a good bounce-back spot. Dave, who do you like from this game? Yeah, I mean, if you look at it overall, I mean, Atlanta's 26 against the pass. Um, we know Mike Evans is just the man when it comes to Brady. Um, you know, they just find a way to hook up at least once a game for a touchdown. So I, I, I do like Mike Evans in this spot. Um, I'm not in love with any other probably wide receiver um, in this game because I just think if Atlanta's going to – or Tampa's going to do something, I think Todd Bowles will play that cover too and try and t- take Drake London out, which gets us to a point where maybe there's some value. Uh, Tyler Algier came up and stepped up last week. Cordaro Patterson is now out for quite a while with a knee tweak. So Algier also caught, I think, six passes last game, something decent. So I'll say he's my play from Atlanta, and I do like the passing game with Tampa. So I'll, I'll like a little Evans, maybe even a little Brady too. I think we could see some uh, pissed off. Tom Brady, which might be pretty good for a lot of us. Yeah, I like Fournette and Godwin. I'll just mention that as well. Not really on Kyle Pitts, but decent price on Pitts. Joel, Geno Smith's a better quarterback than a lot of quarterbacks in this league. He's better than Russell Wilson. I'll say it. Um, Mm -hmm. The numbers are out there showing it. It's the same team. I always wonder last year, like, why can't you get the ball to Metcalf and lock it? Like, what's so wrong with these two guys that you can't figure things out? Maybe something's wrong with Russ and you see what's going on. Now in Denver, I like this game, Joe. Your thoughts, Penny, won some people, a ton of money. We were, we were on his props on series. We, I had him locked in as the best value running back on the slate. I think he's in a pretty good spot here. Jameis Winston's to be back. Uh, we have some question marks on maybe Michael Thomas and definitely Alvin Kamara here. So there will be some question marks. You got to lock in on Sunday. But who do you like from both sides here? So – Unfortunately for Gino, he doesn't get to play Detroit's defense every week. And okay. I, I do think – listen, I think I agree Gino's maybe better than we thought he was, but he's not going to be that – he's not that good. He's just maybe okay. Uh, I'm not looking to play Gino again. This is a much better defense. Um, I'm probably going to fade Seattle as a whole this week. I might actually be interested on, on the New Orleans side. Um, I want to see who the receivers are are healthy. If Thomas plays, I like him. If not, then I, I go with Olave. Yeah, Olave in a good spot here. Now, Dave, get the Chargers. I also look. I, I've been wrong from time to time, but I was calling the Eckler week. I said if there's going to be a week that he breaks out, Eckler would break out this week, and he went out there and scored three touchdowns. I didn't predict the three touchdowns, but um, tougher matchup here. Chargers on the road. In Cleveland, favored by three. Who do you like on this on this side of the ball? Yeah, it, you know he was one of the plays in the running back report last week. Eckler versus Houston. Anyone versus Houston. Go, go, go. And 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 he really did show up. That was a nice game. But yeah, it's a little tougher this week. Cleveland is average or let, allowing 113 yards per game on the ground. So I could see some value in him. But I'm more in love with the Nick Chubb. Um, Nick is just a monster. He's beastly in the NFL rushing yards. Thirtieth. L.A. Chargers are 30th in, in fantasy running back points allowed. So I like Chubb. On the other side, I do think Herbert's starting to come around. What I've learned and what we've heard about this rib cartilage issue um, is that it it get it's going to just get better every single weekend. It's pain tolerance, his probably peak was that game against Jacksonville. Looked good last week. Let's go with some Herbert Mike Williams again because Williams, as long as Keenan Allen's out, I think we're going to find some value in Mike Williams. He was really good last week. And um, he's averaging almost 15 points a game. And that was early on when he was getting nothing. He's starting to explode now. Yeah, don't forget about Gerald Everett, too. I think the guys in play. Njoko as well, kind of cheap option. Bears, Vikings, Joe, if you wanted to say, screw the Bears, we don't need to talk about them, go right ahead. They're kind of bad offensively. But 
you know, maybe, you know, some Vikings might be in your lineups here. So your thoughts? You know, actually, I do think whoever starts at running back for the Bears could be in play. I think this Vikings defense is poor. They're going to establish the run. They get a, they usually feature a back. So um, if Montgomery's out, I actually like Herbert at a discounted price. On the other side of the ball, Justin Jefferson's going to be a top five play every week, pretty much going out. So there's always going to be some lineups you want to find a way to play Justin Jefferson. I think this lineup is no ex- this week, and the Bears defense is no exception. Yeah, next game on the slate. Just making sure the the Braves win this game. He's got one more half inning here. Um, Titans are without the rookie Traylon Burke. So Robert Woods, uh, Westbrook Akini will be in play. I think Derrick Henry, this will be a good spot for him yeah. if you want to pay up A2. I do not like Ryan Tannehill. Surprised the Titans are only favored by two and a half because his defense is legit. No Carson Wentz for me. Curtis Samuel, pretty much the only – um, guy for Washington that I have interest in. I think Tennessee's defense is in play against Carson Wentz as well. Not really loading up on the commanders here. I, I believe in this Titans defense. So this is pretty much a fade game for me with a 42 and a half over under, maybe some betting markings, but I do like the Tennessee side. Now sliding to Miami and the Jets here, Bridgewater most likely going to start again here for Tua. Hope he's doing better. Um, Zach Wilson still sucks. I don't care what anybody says. He's still terrible. I know he caught a pass. Tony called it that Zach Wilson would score a touchdown in the game, and he the trickery got him, so Tony cashed a nice little prop on that. But, you know, Dave, thoughts here? Do you want to yeah. go with the Miami stack potentially with, uh, you know, the backup with uh, Teddy Two Gloves throwing the ball to Tyreek and Waddle? Yeah, I, I do. I think, um, you know, to be honest with you, this could be an interesting game stack. Um you know, we've seen situations with the Jets lately, and they, they've, they're they not very good defensively. And we know what Miami is defensively. Not very good as well, and they want to play a little fast pace. I could see a way you could get Bridgewater and Zach Wilson, maybe not in the same lineup, obviously. But, and, you know, as you mix lineups, yeah, you can, you can be scared of Wilson, and I get it, but they're going to throw the ball a lot. And I just – I have faith, you know, last game – you know, we saw some targets. Corey Davis came back out of nowhere, right? Got seven targets. Garrett Wilson still got his six targets. Um, and Conklin's getting them all over the place. So I like those three. And on the Miami side, how can you not love Tyree Kill? I mean, just just let the guy run and just throw it up there. And I think Bridgewater will. And he got, what, 10 catches in the game last week in Cincinnati. So I still like some Waddle, Hill, and Bridgewater. And this will sound crazy. I actually think Miami's a little better with Bridgewater than Tua. Yeah, it could be the thing. I think anybody – I think the wide receiver for the Jets side actually lines up well against all teams, but I just don't believe in Zach Wilson. Hall, Carter, okay. Conklin. This offense is so good. Like, if they drafted anybody but Zach Wilson, probably would have been a good team here. Niners defense looked legit on Sunday – or on Monday night against the Rams. Shut down everything. Stafford was just getting sacked on every other play. Garoppolo did his thing. Debo, probably the best – athlete in the game or one of the best athletes in the game man like anytime he touches the ball this could be the one he breaks and you know that was a good defense in LA and he just ran past everybody so Debo always in play no price adjustment of Jeff Wilson I think he's super interesting at 5.5 love the Niners D here if you can shut down the Rams and Sean McVay good chance you can sound shut down the Panthers and Baker Mayfield here so I think San Fran D if you want to pay up I don't understand why people get upset at George Kittle. Like, why are you playing him in DFS? Why do you have him on your fantasy team? He's an offensive lineman. And like, people even in our Discord are, like, you know, upset about – even in a showdown, I wouldn't play him because it's just most likely not going to work out for you. So don't play George Kittle unless Debo's out. Ayuk's in play. Garoppolo, 5.4. I just think San Fran's going to be up by too much in this game. Nobody from Carolina. I'm skipping that. But, Joe – Looks like Cooper Rush gets another game. They're underdogs here by four and a half. The Rams need to figure things out. It's a get right spot for the Rams. Cam Akers is kind of, he had like a little bit of hype and it kind of burned out. Who do you like on the Rams side outside of Cooper Cup and maybe some Tyler Higby? Well, listen, I actually, I this Rams on the line has concerns and yeah. this Cowboys even to line is good. So I think the Cowboys are going to give them trouble. Um, I think this is a spot where you can stay away. I don't think you need to play the Rams. I think the Rams need to figure some things out right now. Um, of course, you know, for regular fantasy and whatnot, if you have Cup, he's a must play. You don't not play Cup. But uh, but I think you can look elsewhere if you're looking for salaries and, and DFS lineups. 
Yeah, let's go to the next game. Dave, I'll let you talk about it. It's the Eagles and the Cardinals. And after this game, we'll get into the draft cast and go over some uh, survivor picks that we like for this week. Eagles, Cardinals, could this be a letdown spot or are the Cardinals really that bad? Cardinals are really that bad. And yes, it still could be a letdown spot. So I, I do think this is a situation. I think this game should be closer to two or three points, to be honest with you. And it's five. So that's a lot of the market just falling in love with the Eagles. So just, just be careful there. Um, um, but looking at this game, my favorite part of this game is the tight ends. Um, Arizona is horrible against guard and tight ends. Dallas Goddard should have a feast. And Zach Ertz coming back to play his Eagles. Um, he's still back here donating a lot of money locally. I think he could have another big game. Um, he's getting a ton of targets. And then I think the running games can be in, in play too. So, um, oh, yeah, Ed, I'm with you. You know, he was doing that gritty. Like, he's going right to that Cougars house afterwards. But, um, yeah, I, I do think the Eagles running game, I like that. I think Hurts is going to be good in the running game this week, and I like both tight ends. Yeah, one thing I'll mention about Hurts, you know, everybody's jumping on a Hurts bandwagon and talking about how good he is, but – I like the mindset, man. I've seen his interview that he did the other day at his house or whatever the case may be. He's got like a, a, a picture of whatever team he was at Oklahoma before where he like the Alabama version of him is like giving a pat on the back to the Oklahoma one. So, yeah, like the images together, like that mindset kind of hit. And he had some shirt on, too, that was talking like a little bit of trash, but like in a smart way so like you can tell this guy's a gamer and dave if you want to speak on it, you probably know about this better than me but he's actually got the right mindset to be a quarterback and be a leader and i, I kind of i can see how he progresses and it's going to get better from here well he's been humbled right he was in the national championship game and they were losing at halftime and they brought in two Tyco Valaya, but you know, at then who knew who that was, right? And Alabama goes on to win the national championship while Hertz sits on the sideline and transfers to Oklahoma the next year. So he's been humbled. And I think that just is a big part of his life, and he's been able to adjust from that and make him a better person. He really is. And you know, crazy to think right now, Oklahoma had three quarterbacks in a row that could have won the Heisman. Two of them did in Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray, sandwiched by Jalen Hurts. He's better than both of them. He doesn't have the hardware. But he's better than both of them. Joel, you want you want to you want to hop on this real quick, or you want to let him? Get oh, well, the I mean, point? right now, obviously, he's clearly better than Baker. Baker stinks. Oh, Baker's terrible. Um, but Kyler, you know, you know, right now, I would have said at the beginning of the season I'd take Kyler, but from the way things are going right now, it's hard to argue that. Dude, he yeah. plays Call of Duty and he's five two. Like we're we're good. Man. Like, yeah, I think yeah. I think Jalen's got his number right now. <laughs> you might see a different Kyler when DeAndre Hopkins. Like as soon as Hopkins yeah. comes on the field, that team gets a lot better. When he comes off the field, it gets really bad very quickly. Um, I will say this, and if, you know, I am an Eagle hater, being honest. But <laughs> if Jalen Hurts didn't play on a team that had two stud receivers and an all-pro offensive line oh. and everything else to make this system work. If you threw him on the Giants, he wouldn't look like he looks right now. But he's on that's the team he's on. So and he's no, making but we drift there. offensive linemen early while you draft running back. So it's a it's a little different. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just but no honestly like it's always been line. Like that's been like the mindset. And, and you're right. I don't think Jalen Hurts survives on 28 other teams. I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm no, not. He's doing, he, he's playing better for sure though. He's, yeah. he's doing, he, at, at this point, I think he's better than Kyler Murray. We'll see what happens at the end of the game. Um, talk about survivor picks. I think the bills, if you haven't used them, I'm going to just plug them in probably the best matchup on the board favored. I think by 14, the last time I checked, if it's not them, I kind of like the Niners. I don't believe in Baker. Um, should be an easy win. They're favored by a touchdown right now. I think the Bucks, you know, coming off a bad loss. Tampa Bay scares me a little bit because Atlanta's not that bad. They've been playing. They've been in every game. So four no you, ATS. They're four no ATS. The only team in the league. Yeah, the Falcons, right? Yeah, yep. so they so worry me. Yeah, yeah, they worry me a bit. Um, so if you have the Bills, just line them up. I know they'll have other matches where they'll be favored, but. You got a rookie in Pickett. This team's out of whack here. So I like the Bills if you haven't used them. If you haven't used the Packers, um, if Daniel Jones doesn't start, it's going to be tough winning without, you know, a quarterback in, in the National Football League. But the Packers haven't looked that strong. Uh, Joel, Dave, any other survivor picks that you guys like? Well, I'll say this. 
I don't like Daniel Jones. Um, I also think Tyrod Taylor is going to miss the game, which then you yeah. don't know who's playing quarterback. And if yeah. that's the case, then, yeah, the Giants are in trouble. But if Tyrod played – I wouldn't, yeah. The Packers haven't looked that good. I don't know. Yeah, and, it, and it's a London game, right? We talk, I, yeah. I just don't – like, this is the Packers' first trip ever to London. There's a lot of travel, time lag. Like, I just – I'd rather stay away from that. Just my opinion. They'll probably win, but yeah. – I'm scared of them. I like the Jaguars. I'm going to be honest. Like, I thought the Jaguars were in a really tough spot with the Eagles. When you have to go out west and play the Chargers, you smoke them and then have to come back here. And you play two good teams in a row on the road and in that weather. Um, I think you didn't see probably the best of the Jaguars, even though they went up 14 nothing. I think they're a lot better than the Texans. Yeah, I think the Jaguars are in a good spot, too. Um, let's move over to the draft, guys. You, you know, whoever won it can kind of – Slide in and take their first pick here, and I'll get everything going here oh, to get the show going. Choose. He gets to choose who goes first. Yes. What am uh, I doing here? How do we get this thing going? Oh, there we go. Oh. What's going on here? What is going on here? I just had it working, too. Not good. All right. I am for draft order. I'm going to elect to go third. I'm going to take the third pick here. Okay. Make it my on the wheel. And uh, do either of you want to go first? I don't know if Jay's been first yet. Have you? Probably not, man. I've never been blessed with the first pick, so I'll go first, man. I'll do I was going to say, whoever says I want to go first, I'm going to give first pick to the other person. So, Dave. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't matter, man. Yeah. So, what um, do you have, Joe? You going last or you going second? Yeah, I'm going third. Okay. All right. You guys always box me, and that's why you mm-hmm. guys keep winning, man. Mm-hmm. I see what you guys are doing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I ran into um, a lot of issues last week in, in salary management. Yeah, and we found that... your weakness, math. We got it. <laughs> no, no, I, I actually am okay there, but um, it wasn't last week. Excel failed me. You Listen, I'm going to start early. You know, I said it. You just go against Houston any chance you get in the running back game. I'm going to start with a you know a, a mid-tier running back for me, a tier two, tier three level. James Robinson, I'm going to take first. And um, he's still getting the majority of the carries. ETN started to get a little looks last week, but he's more of that like Reggie Bush guy, man. I, I, I like uh, James Robinson this week, and we'll get him at 6,300. Okay. I'm going to go – um let's see i got a list of players who do i want to go with first let me go with olave hoping that we have some injuries to michael thomas um olave air yards good price 5700 uh scored his first touchdown so i'm gonna go with olave just getting a ton of targets i'm hoping you know thomas sits one sits this one out and, and play the upside here all right i like that pick um, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go with a receiver with my first pick. I'm, I'm going actually, I'm going right back to the well here with Stefan Diggs, you know, coming off a disappointing week and a matchup. They're going to score. I think a lot of points. Uh, I think this is a good spot for him to go off and a little bit of a discount to the other stud receivers. Okay. Nice. Him, right. With my second pick, I'm going to pair him with another receiver, uh, I'm going to waddle on the Dolphins. You know, they're playing the Jets. I think the Jets are going to put a lot of focus on stopping Tyreek Hill after he burned them and decided not to go there. So I think Waddle might be running wide open for a lot of this game. They're going to score points as well. And uh, give me Teddy two gloves to throw him the ball. There you go. (laughs) So I'm going to go with Christian Kirk, 6,600. Yeah, I love getting these mid-range wide receiver ones for their team. Nine targets in the last two games, 12 targets in the first game, four touchdowns on the year, 300 yards receiving. This is a cupcake matchup, like Dave said. Um, Houston is not really a good team. They stay competitive, which makes them a good fantasy team. They can score some points. They have you know, the weapons on both sides of the ball, um, but they don't win games. They're in high-scoring games. So give me uh, Christian Kirk, wide receiver one. Lock him in. I like the pick. Yeah, I think, you know, the weather will be nice down there, too, and rebound game. Um, good pick. I'm going to go with Nick Chubb as my second. I'm going to sit here and just try and attack teams that are, are bad against the ground, uh, against the run game. And then also importantly, you know, it, it's rare in the NFL anymore, but we got a guy that, you know, gets most of the carries. I know he's still got Kareem Hunt there, but um, I like Nick Chubb this week. And then I'm trying to pair it up 
early on, you know, there's some expensive quarterbacks. And I feel like we've been, you know, we've been good. We've been hitting some good quarterbacks. But you did it last week, Joel. You hit a $5,000 quarterback, and he was a big winner. Um, I'm going to go this week to Zach Wilson. You know, not a good football player. I got it. But a 5,300 versus a 32nd ranked pass defense. Uh, I'm in, and I'm in with the hot moms. I'm team hot moms. 5,300. Okay. Let's go. It's back on you, right? No, it's you, Jeff. Oh, it's me. That was easy. All right. Jeff Jeff Wilson, 5,500, staying in that mid range. Kyle looked really good against the Rams. This is a softer matchup from my perspective against the rush defense of Carolina. San Fran should be winning this game. Game script is in his favor. Shanahan's going to run the ball down their throats. And his price did not get adjusted because he was playing that Monday night game. So he's still priced like he's, you know, a, a question mark. But he's not really a question mark no more. 5,500. Give me Jeff Wilson. I like that. I actually was a guy I had teed up to take as well. So it's really good value there with that price tag. Yep. Um, all right. I'm going to follow up. I'm going to go with the value here at running back and I'm going to take Brees Hall. It looks like he's starting to become the, the go-to guy back on that team. He got 17 carries last week. You know, we know he's a super talent. He was the best back in college last year. This, it's funny. This Jets offensive line really is is underrated. They're, they're actually pretty decent. I'm sure the Jets are going to want to establish the ground game instead of forcing Wilson to throw the ball game. And since I, I, I seem to be very interested in this game, I'm just going to keep stacking it up and go ahead and give me Tyreek Hill. So I'm going to go with the stack. I'm going to go with Waddle and Hill. Give me both. I, I, I don't trust the Jets defense. I, I think the Dolphins will be able to score. Uh, so I'll take both receivers there and, and pair him with Hall in that game. Well, first off, you know, Brees Hall had that game-winning touchdown. Uh, shows a lot of trust in a running back at the end of the game to give him that ball with under 20 seconds left to seal the deal. So I like him, and I just see his value, you know, doubling as the year goes on, and why not go with the Waddle-Hill combo? It's already one of Millie wants, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Your turn, my turn. Whose turn is it? Um, it's back to you, Jay. All right. I'm going to go with Damian Pierce. Mid-range is going to get me the win this week. 6,200. Got a little uh, Houston Jack stack going right now. Looked impressive. He had that big long run. But what I liked more, he had uh, six targets. Um, caught all six of them. Didn't get many yards. I don't know how you catch six passes and only get eight yards. But he's involved in his offense. Um, 6,200. For a guy that I think is in one of the better – you know, game environments, whether they're down or up, I think he'll be involved a bunch. 6,200, give me Damian Pierce. I like it. I like it. All right. I'm going to go with – I'm going to just try and stack my – you know, I, which way will the Jets go? Do they go to the rookie? Do they, you know, go on some old reliable Corey Davis or the second-year player Elijah Moore, who I think is maybe, you know, probably the second best of the group. I didn't see the targets last week. And I'll go with Garrett Wilson. Um, he's just been consistent, and I think in this game, you know, we've seen what the Dolphins have done on the back end, allowing even quick slants. You know, Rashad Bateman had one against them. So take Wilson-Wilson combo um, here to score for the Jets. And then I'm going to go and get my flex out of the way, and I want to get a piece of Ramondre Stevenson from the New England Patriots. I just think, you know, We've seen the the Lions. I think we know enough to, to stack running backs when we get a chance against them. Yeah, I like that call. I'm going to go here. Uh, let's see here. Just in case. Hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lock him up now just in case. Let me get Trevor Lawrence uh, mid-range. Nice value. I don't know if Joel was looking at him. Um, at the price tag, I don't think he was. I think he's got a different stack that he was looking at, but I'm gonna go with Trevor Lawrence here at 5,600 just to complete my stack. Just in case you guys get crazy here, I think this game's gonna be a little bit more of a shootout here, as long as the weather is good in Jacksonville, which I haven't checked yet. But if it is good, I like the combination of Jackson, I mean, uh, Lawrence to Kirk with Damian Pierce as a run back here. So I'll go, uh, Trevor Lawrence 5,600. Yeah, nice. I think. I think it's pretty obvious the stack I'm looking at here. <laughs> now, you did steal one of my value running backs. I was looking to make this work. So I had to scramble a little bit. Uh, but but we're going to make it work. Uh, so I'm going to go with uh, 
Yeah, I'm going to go with Damian Harris, uh, the other side of that equation. I need to go value at running back. I do think with all their quarterback injuries, the Patriots are going to establish their ground game. So I think there's plenty of carries to go around for them this week. Uh, and then I'm going to pair him with – I'm really going to go heavy all in on this game. I'm going to go with Corey Davis, um, another Jets receiver. The one thing about Miami to note is that they do have a shutdown corner. So you figure he'll take Wilson out of the game. They'll have to throw to someone else. You know, it could be Conklin, but I like Davis maybe getting open or someone else they have to go to in this game. All right. So we're putting him in the flex spot for you, right? Yep. Yep. All right. Perfect. All right, Jay, we're rolling here. Here come the tough picks. Yeah, a little tough, man. I don't know who I want to go to. I'm looking at a couple wide receivers before I build the rest of my team here. And hmm. <laughs> seeing 19 targets the target monster cooper cup here they're not throwing a ball to anybody else so that's the guy i want but i don't know if i can build out my lineup the way i want if i go with cooper cup here he's a smash play every day of the week a um, couple other options here that i'm looking at uh, might be easier to get a little bit more of a balanced lineup here so hmm no, you know what? Give me Cup. I'm going to figure it out. Give me Cooper Cup. Let me lock in this points. I just got to beat you two bums, and, and Cup will get me 25-30. So the rest of my line is looking pretty good. Safe with the rest of it. So let's stay safe just to beat you guys. But other guys I do like, uh, I was looking at – actually, no, I'm not going to say it because I, I might be able to scoop them up, though. All right. No, I, I, I think it's a good pick, and I'll be honest with you. I had a little salary room there for him, but – no need. I'm going to move on to Fly Eagles Fly. The one guy I do think, you know, I think they they spread the ball so much. But this week against the 31st ranked team against tight ends in the Arizona Cardinals, I think Dallas Goddard got to get on the board. We've been kind of weak on tight ends, even though we've talked about some good ones. It's time to draft one that gets us 20 plus points. And I'm going to go Goddard here for 4,700. And then with that, I think I'm going to mix it up. And I think I'm going to take my first. I'll be the first one that takes a defense here, and I am going to take the 49ers. I usually don't like to spend up, but, you know, in this case, it's Baker. And we know he's throwing at least one. We saw what San Fran can do from a defensive line pressure situation. Um, I think we can get some value here with San Fran, so I'll take them. Okay. All right. I'm going to go – to my flex spot right now and with Traylon Burks out taking a shot on Robert Woods here this game can stay close uh he got the most targets with Burks out it's against Washington this is a dream matchup they're 24th ranked against the pass um situation nice little price tag at 5200 he's getting the targets hasn't done much with the targets scored a touchdown against Indy this is the best matchup they've had all year they got to get something going more so than just Derrick Henry, you know, all day, every day. So I think Robert Woods, 5,200, nice safe spot for a flex spot. All right. I like it. I like it. Um, all right. I'm going to go with my tight end spot here. I'm going to go with Logan Thomas. Uh, Logan Thomas is, is affordable. He's getting, you know, four to six targets a game, which is good. I think this is a spot where they'll be losing. They'll have to pass. Uh, and I think them dropping back off, like he'll get a few looks. He catches a touchdown. He'll catch value here at 3,200. And I'm going to go with a defense here. I, I need to go really cheap uh, based on who I plan to pick a quarterback last. Since you guys already have quarterbacks, I'll save that for my last pick. I know it, I'm going to have to pick a gross defense um, just because that's all I can afford. And I'm going to I'm going to go with Cardinals D. Um, Ooh, the cheapest D. Dave, huh? But, you know, the, the Eagles are going to the West Coast. You know, and I will say this, other than them getting absolutely embarrassed week one, the Cardinals D really hasn't been as bad as people think. They've been okay. They haven't let up more than, uh, I don't, I think, three touchdowns in a game since week one. So um, maybe they get a pick and get value there. Okay. That's all you need. At that price, you need, what, five to seven points and you'll be happy. Yep. A sack and a pick should, get, should do it. Yep. Yeah, this pick, I don't love but it completes a, a two-man stack for me Evan Ingram Joe you can talk about how good he was on the Giants um he's just really bad man like he doesn't do anything with all the talent he has but he, hopefully he finds his way in the end zone look let's rule out the Philly game because that game was just a mess all around raining torrential downpours wind so I'm going to rule that out outside of that he's been getting his targets again not doing much with his targets but at 3100 if he finds his way in the end zone, the game script I'm saying right now is 
Trevor Lawrence throws for 300, throws for three touchdowns. You know, let's get Kirk in there twice, hopefully, and Ingram in there once. And Damian Pierce is, you know, trying to play catch up here. So going to go with Evan Ingram, 3,100, to complete that Lawrence-Christian uh, Kirk stack up. All right, all right. Well, you know what? It's just inevitable. And, you know, you've already talked about Jaguars a lot. I want to talk about the guy that I found had the most value in them last week, and I'm going to use them price use him priced at 3600 this week, and that's Jamal Agnew, um, the one who caught two touchdowns against the Eagles. He, he he took advantage of the situation, and I'm going to keep an eye on this. This is a great smash play at 3600. If we have Zay Jones out again, his ankle was at, uh, hurt. And he became he got thrust into the two spot. So if that happens again versus Houston team thirty six hundred, you're going to see a high ownership. Um, but I'll take that. And then that left me a decent amount here, right? Seventy six hundred, and um, better cash you, management, man. So I'm feeling good about you this time. Man. <laughs> I am too. You can still roll Horvath or whatever that guy's name was. I don't even know what he did, but you can roll him again if you want. I still have two wins this year, but yes, you're right. You're right. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, I'm going to Monroe St. Brown. Listen, I'm going to probably use my wild card if he's hurt at 7,600. I'm going to have a chance to plug in someone right behind him, um, like a Mike Williams if I need to. But 7,600, we saw one game up in New England this year versus Baltimore that was a good game stack. Um, I got a couple from this game. Uh, I'm, I'm liking the chances of some points being scored in that as well. Cool, cool. I got uh, my defense. I'm going to go with the Seahawks. Uh, hope Jameis starts. Because uh, he's really bad. Um, Seahawks, they've been letting up some points, but this is just a matchup play here where it's the Saints, man. The Saints aren't that good. Hopefully, Kamara doesn't go. I know I got Olave, you know, on my team, but I need a cheap defense and need somebody who's turnover prone. So I think you get that. There's really no other cheap defense. I know the Rams are, I mean, the Cowboys going against the Rams, decent spot. Um, I'm not going with the Texans, not going with the Bears, not going with the Falcons. Joel already took the Cardinals here. So you can maybe take a shot, you know, at the Jets. But there's really no cheap defenses that I like. So the Seahawks work the best at 2,500. A lot of variance with defense. You know, the good ones. Um, I do like the Niners up top. I think they're in a great spot. Bills against a rookie, great spot. Tampa in a bounce-back spot should be good as well. So if you got the money for those three defenses, and I think the Eagles are always in play, man. That defense is legit. Um, Kyler... He's running for his life out there, so I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, Joel, plug that last uh, last guy in, man. I think it's we all know it. who it is. It's Baker Mayfield, right? <laughs> Obviously, my pick is obvious. Right, I already got his two receivers on my team. Uh, I'm hoping for the trend to continue where you can have a one-game stack that just takes down everybody. I'm going for this Jets-Dolphins game. I'm going to take Teddy Two Gloves. They just toss it up there for Hill and Waddle for – for a couple of big explosive plays. Yeah, I got some notes here, so I, I might as well say other guys I was looking at. Um, we didn't mention Jalen Hurts. I think he's in a good spot. You know, this is mm-hmm. a better spot than the last couple of weeks. I think Brady in a good spot. You know, yeah. Mike Evans was a guy that I was looking at. If I don't get Cooper Cup there, go a little bit more balanced. I think Chris Godwin, fairly priced as well, got him down. Um, running back, I think Fournette's still in play. Um, heavily involved. Ramondre and Damian Harris, one of those guys will score a touchdown. I can't tell you who it is, but one definitely will. Um, and I think um, Robinson, actually, you guys picked up. So, yeah, that's my running backs. Wide receivers, uh, Justin Jefferson, obviously, good spot. Diggs, good spot. Um, Westbrook or Kine, if you don't go, Robert Woods, he's even cheaper. I think he was like 4,100. He makes some sense. Brandon Cooks, Nico Collins, I wrote down too against – uh, the Jaguars there. And then AJ and Devontae, if you're going to go with a, a Jalen stack, he works. Um, Kyle Pitts, maybe. Higby, I would like to have over Evan Ingram, but the salary didn't work out. Gerald Everett, if Keenan Allen's again, he's the wide receiver too for this team. I think he's in play. And Njoku, you know, he's he's there with Zach Ertz as well. So those are the guys looking at. Any other guys you, you guys written down that you didn't go to that you think are in some good spots here? Yeah, I'll take one and I'll pass to Joel. I mean, I just like Montgomery or Herbert, like as running backs. Like if I could find, if I could find some information out there that gets me near game time, tell me Montgomery's playing. I feel like he becomes right up there near running back one or two for me. Um, if not, I think Herbert's safe too. So one of those two, I just want, I just want one of them to start, and then the other, I'm fine with. 
Joe, your thoughts? Anybody else that we haven't mentioned that you think would be in a good spot here? One guy that's prices come down really far that, you know, is could be a smash play any week is Dalvin Cook. Um, you know, getting him now at 7,300, he's the type of guy that can score, you know, three touchdowns in a game, catch a screen pass, run a few in. So at 7,300, I think he might be a sneaky value. Okay. You guys look at the yeah. board. Well, Edward, Edward's asking about Palmer for LAC. And listen, I, we all love Josh Palmer and his talent, and it's really going to you know evolve around what is Keenan Allen. I think Mike Williams will be a nice, solid play. Everybody bumped up at least, like for me, 20%, 30% if Keenan Allen's out. If he's in, Palmer's on the bench, and even Mike Williams might be too. I think um, it'll be interesting. I, I, I got to see because I like Everett better than probably their number two receiver in this game. I didn't do this on purpose, but I picked up Palmer after our win daily draft. And I already had Mike Williams and Joe Dever for the last three weeks. I've been rolling out the three-man stack, and it hasn't failed yet. Like, Palmer huh? didn't do his thing, but I got 17 from Everett, 19 yeah. for Williams, and Palmer got three this week. But every week, it's like you're guaranteeing, like, 30 points between the three of them. And if they go off, like, you pretty much win the week. So, um, Dave, how did you do last week? You got a win or no? Yeah, I'm three and one, and it's very interesting that you mention that because I'm kind of in the conundrum with I have Dubs and Lazard, and I'm trying to figure out do I start them both. And at this point, I feel like you do. Um, you know, they've both been putting up double digits, and if not more, um, you know, upper upper teens in the 20s. So um, teams looking okay. McCaffrey came up with another big week because of uh, nine catches. Um, I think if we can get them losing a lot, it'll be okay for me until about week 13, 14 when they, you know. Pull something. I'll add this. If you have Aaron Rodgers or Justin Herbert as your quarterback, you can play multiple pass catchers on that team. Like Baker Mayfield, you you no. no. <laughs> Good point. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Joe, let me ask you, man. You've been crushing the bets, man. You had a ten thousand dollar parlay the other day. Before we got on the show, you said he went nine for your first nine. Um, I would have definitely threw a computer um after the tenth one loss, but good run. Um, you look at the board right now, Colts, Thursday night, plus three and a half, going on the road to Denver. Denver's going to be without Javante. Russ is still their quarterback for now until um, they bench his ass. Um, how do you see this game playing out? Is it a game that you're going to attack or stay away from a betting perspective? So this all depends on uh, Jonathan Taylor to me. He's questionable. We're going to see what happens with him. If he's – Playing and fully healthy, I like the Colts a lot. Money line um, or points? I'd take the points. Um, okay. But, you know, I think I'd like them to win the game. If he's banged up or not playing, then I like Denver. Because I do like this Denver defense, and I think if they don't have that ace running back, I think they'll be able to slow them down. Giants plus eight and a half against the Packers. Daniel Jones, questionable. We don't know who the quarterback is, what's going on. But um, this is a stay-away spot, I'm assuming, for now until we get more information. You can probably just pick the Packers. Packers minus eight. <laughs> All right. Uh, Dave, Titans minus two against Washington. Any strong play there? I kind of like Tennessee. Uh, maybe yeah, even love- on a money line, minus 130. What's your thoughts? I like Washington. Uh, yeah, and, and, I mean, it's just it reminds me of Cardinals last week in Carolina. It reminds me of um, Cardinals in Vegas, like another low line that people were downing the team. Look. The Titans just won this huge game against Indianapolis, and I had them last week with three and a half. I'm just a little nervous. I'd rather want it three, three and a half, so I'm going to wait and see if it hits the key number. Um, if it is under that, Jay, I might get tempted to go Titans, but I – listen, I, I don't – I they were 0-2, right? They're 2-2 now. Which one are they? You know, people were down on them thinking they'd be in last place in that division at, at some point. Now they won two in a row. I'm not sure who they are yet, so it, I, I kind of like Washington. That smells – Okay. Joel, Houston, Jacksonville. Um, Jags are minus seven. Um, you can get Houston plus seven and a half at FanDuel on MGM. They're seven. Any thoughts there, Houston versus Jacksonville? I really like to keep it at that seven number. If I could even, I'd even probably buy it down to six, but I like Jacksonville. Uh, this is a legitimate defense. And I think it's starting to give me vibes. If you remember a few years ago, those old Jacksonville defenses where they were stopping everybody, not that good, but. I think they're going to give Houston some hard time, so I'll take that. Okay. Chicago, Minnesota, Dave. There's some question marks here. Minnesota's favored by seven right now. Big favorite. It's hard for me to give seven with the Vikings. Uh, Yes, they're three and one. 
Um, but they're, you know, depending where you got them last week, they're either two and two or one and three against the spread. Um, I, you know, I, I know Chicago's messy. I know it's ugly, but it's a division game. I kind of lean towards the points in that one. Okay. Joel, Detroit plus three on the road against New England. Some question marks all around here with some injuries. A little bit too early to look at this line, but any thoughts here on this game? Any strong plays or stay away for now? I think if the if Detroit gets a little bit healthy, just give me one of Amante Brown or, or Swift. I'm going to go with them. I think they showed enough on offense to go against like a Patriot team that we don't know is playing quarterback, even though I have a soft spot on my heart for Bailey Zapp. I hope he plays and I hope he looks yeah. good. Um, I'll, I'll go with the good-looking offense of, of Detroit to score some points against the unknown quarterback. Gotcha, Dave. Seattle? This one's interesting to me. seems like a lot of points. I don't know if I'm a sucker. I don't know if I'm the public here, but – you're giving me five and a half points. Seattle's look good. This offense has kind of come around here. Seems like too many points with a very questionable team right now. We don't know about Kamara. We don't know about Michael Thomas. We don't really know about Jameis. Who's going to be starting for this team offensively? I know their defense is good. Um, I got a bitter taste in my mouth about the Saints because I bet them two weeks ago. They blew it, and then they came back last week and won it. Um, Seattle plus five and a half. Are you on that side or are you on the, the Saints side? Yeah, I think it'll be tough for Seattle to carry two straight road wins. Um, you know, the win in Detroit, you know, it's a solid win anymore. Win in New Orleans, I'm not sure they get there. The points are a little high, so I agree with you. I think if I if I had to play this game, I'd lean Seattle, but it'd be a very, very small lean. I do think New Orleans will win this game. Okay, Joel, I'm assuming you're going with your Dolphins minus three over the Jets here because you hammered them as far as the stack goes. But are you backing the Dolphins and Teddy Tugelas with the three points? I am. But I did take two Jets, too. I do think this will be a high-scoring game, so I think they go back and forth. Uh, but, no, I'm, I'm going to do Dolphins. Yeah, total's 44.5, so if you like the over there, that might be another spot to kind of attack there. Bucks favored by around nine against the Falcons. A lot of points. This Falcons team look good, Dave. Any love for the Falcons plus nine? No. Um, I don't. Joe, I think, Joe no, you like it? No, I like the Bucks. I think it's – um. I think it's, you know, I remember a game last year, and I think it was, the Bucks beat them by about 24. Um, just forced a lot of turnovers. I think it's a day for the Bucks defense to feast. I was close to taking them over the Niners. Um, I think they're going to be on to this um, Mariota short passing running game, and um, I think they respond after that bad loss on Sunday night. Joe, you, like you like the – it's a not. It's a no bet for me. I can't get behind the Falcons side, but it's a division rivalry where the Falcons tend to like do surprising things and play up to the team in the division. I could see them making this exciting somehow. So I'm just. I just. I don't want to put my money behind that team because they haven't looked good. But I'm not going to bet. It. But remember, they're four zero. They're four yeah, zero against the spread. They don't look bad. Those nine, nine points. Those nine points look tempting to me. Um, Buffalo favored by fourteen. I'm going to lock them in my survivor. Um, but 14's a lot of points to cover here. But you're going against a rookie. This team looks just bad. You know, Pittsburgh really does look bad offensively. They made the switch to Pickens, but I don't know if that's really going to do much um, or to pick it. Um, any thoughts here? 14, too many points to go with? 14's a whole lot in the NFL. It's, it, you know, I, Buffalo's going to win the game. I don't really have any doubt about that. But delay 14, I don't know if I love that. I don't know if I love it, but I will remind you of this. The Steelers beat the Bills in week one last year on a block punt. I think the score was like 13-10. Something ugly. Just don't – something around there. I think Bills remember that. And I think the Bills have come off two tough road games. They're going to come to get healthy pretty quick here. I think they won't leave any doubt. Whether Like 14 leaves you open for the back door. That's what scares me with 14. So I'm kind of with Joel. It's a lot. Um, but no doubt on the win. Yeah, you guys can battle this one out. Chargers minus three, Browns plus three. Either you got a strong play in this one. I like the Browns. I, I, I just think, you know, a team that controlled the game on the ground and a bad running defense, I think it's a, not a great matchup for the Chargers. And have we ever watched the Chargers win a close game? Because I don't remember. Joe, you like the Chargers? Browns here. I'm with, I think I'm with Dave here. I'm, I'm taking the Browns at home. Uh, the Chargers' weakness is. The ground game and the Browns want to establish the run. They're good at it. Um, I think the Browns are in a good spot getting points. There you go. This one looks this good to me, man. This What's one up? looks good to me. San Fran minus six. Anytime I can bet against Baker, I'm going to do it pretty much every single week. 
I'm going to just shut you guys down. I'm going to Niners minus six. That's probably going to be one of my pool plays. Feel pretty good about that. I'll agree. I think that's a smash spot. That yeah, it's like they've spot. looked super impressive. Carolina is just terrible, and they're going to eat this guy alive. Like, I wouldn't be surprised he might be benched at halftime. I do. Either he's and, hurt or benched. And here's what I like. Uh, the Monday night winners and even any of the Monday night uh, teams have not fared well coming off uh, Monday night. Uh, but Dallas finally broke that streak last week and then comes back and beats Washington. And here's the thing. St. Francis lost twice already. I don't think they have any margin to get a little, you know, fat and happy. So I do think they come in here with a mission and keep this thing rolling. Philly, Arizona. Dave, I'll let you talk about this one. You're an Eagles oh. fan. Five. You can get it at I'm five little, right now. I'm a little nervous at five. Um, we don't win in the desert. It's just – it's a tough trip. Um, even when – you know. <laughs> Some of you might be old enough as me to remember Arizona used to be in this division, the NFC East, and this Jake Plummer would come up here and sling oh, us. You're and, old, man. When was that? Yeah, come on, man. I'm like forty. When but was uh, yeah. I don't remember. When were the Cardinals in the NFC East? Teach me something. Nineties. What? Yeah, absolutely. So right? I don't remember this. Is, well, is, so what happened was what? Yes, they they got and then they got bought out and became the St. Louis Rams, if you remember. And then that's when Kurt Warner took over. And then they gave the franchise back to Arizona uh, when they took the Rams away. And it's all a story. But, yeah, then 90s. Yeah, Brian saying until 96, man. I learned something today. I feel like that – like, I don't remember yeah. them being – do you right. remember this? Like, or you're as shocked as me. It, yeah. I think this is – it was bef- a little bit before my time, but I just Googled it. And, yes, it is accurate. This was this is the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, it was wild, man. Like, it was wild, like, to think that the Arizona Cardinals were in that – NFC East, but um, they gave us fits and Learned even going out good. there, lost the NFC title game to the Arizona Cardinals once. Um, so they're not losing, the, man. They're not losing. No, stop, no, I'm not stop, saying that. Gonna... It's just it's a it's a house of horrors for us a little bit. So I, I I just don't like the number. That's all I'm saying. All right, Cowboys four and a half, getting four and a half here against the Rams. Rams at home after an embarrassing loss here. Joe, you got any thoughts here? Give me the Cowboys. This Rams team is struggling to block people, and that, that's not a – the Cowboys are not a team to get that right on. The Cowboys have a, one of the best – maybe the best player in football, Michael Parsons, and that's not it. They got a tough D-line. They got a good D. I think the Rams are going to give them trouble. Give me the point. I mean, uh, the Cowboys are going to give the Rams trouble. Give me the points. Two yeah. more games. These are tough ones, man. We have a good game Sunday night. We should have a good game Monday night, but I'm not sure about that. Um, Cincy, Baltimore. Since he, you know, came back, they won a big game against Miami here, plus three, going to Baltimore. Baltimore, they could be undefeated right now, but they're not looking so good because they're not winning the games at the end. Baltimore, minus three, they got to win this game. I'm leading Baltimore. Um, Dave, what's your thoughts? Well, yeah, I think I bet Baltimore win that division. And if they're going to win that division, it has to to happen this week. This has to be a win. Uh, I'm just a little concerned that Cincinnati's kind of style meets up with Baltimore's weakness, and that's the passing game. So I'm a little concerned there, but I do know that they'll be able to, you know, create some pressure. And I think with that said, uh, I'm going to say this is a must win for Baltimore, but don't take it away from Cincy. They're only, what, two and two as well. So, I mean, it's a big game for them as well, but I'll, I'll lean Baltimore with you. Yeah. So we got the last game of the week here. I can Joel- Big one, man. This is a big one here. Vegas versus the Raiders. Dude. No, Vegas versus Chiefs, man. I'm trying to get this thing off the screen here. Yeah, so Vegas <laughs> versus Chiefs. I'm all messed up now. What's your thoughts here, Joe? Uh, the Vegas and the Chiefs. The, the Raiders, the Vegas Raiders, I have major concerns about. I don't think they're very good my only caveat is they tend to play the chiefs tough that's like a spot they play up to and now they're at a point of like we don't show something now we might as well mail in the whole season um everything about my eyes says scene wants to say take the chiefs and run everything about what i've seen know about football historically is division rivalries teams on the brink take the team that doesn't you know the raiders need this so I probably won't bet it um, because of that. All right, over under that. Let's switch the conversation. Well, Fifty-one and a half. Or, or Dave, do you got a you got a thought here? I agree that the Raiders usually play them tough, but last year the Chiefs outscored them ninety-nine to twenty-three. So um, you know, 
I yeah, they scored 48 and 41 um, in the two games against the Raiders. And that was a weird year because the Raiders made the playoffs. It's the years that they're not good. They play the Chiefs well. And the years that they're good, they don't. Um, from that perspective, I like the over. And I actually am going to tell you, I, I, I like the Raiders a little bit in that one. Uh, Tampa's, you know, that's a tough team to beat. So the Chiefs are probably riding a little high. Um, so I, I'm with you. I just was saying, like, it was weird last year for some reason. They didn't play them close, but they usually do. Yeah, so that's pretty much the slate here. We covered our, our favorite plays from each game. We did our draft cast. We go over some bets. Obviously, it's early in the week. It's only Tuesday here. Um, we got a lot more to cover throughout the week. Um, me and Dave might do another show. We got the PGA draft cast. Joe, that you'll be rocking out with the boys tomorrow. There's still golf going on, right? You guys aren't just hanging out together. Like, there's actually a tournament. And Friday, baby, a big nope. week coming up. How about that tournament last week? I mean, that was, I mean, that was some Mackenzie Hughes balls, man. That was a good, that was a good tournament. Golf is back. Golf is yeah. back in a major back. way. Okay. The, the problem with poor golf it gets is when you finish tournaments on a Sunday during football season. That's gonna yeah, be no tough. shot. It's <laughs> gonna be tough. Yeah, there's no, no shot let me, there. Let me send a shout out real fast. Brian talking about he'll be 30, 30, 33 on the 10th. Happy birthday, bud. And um, fly, Eagles, fly. Love it. There you go, man. So, Joel, you're doing a draft cast on Wednesday. Um, you guys will be back for college football on Friday. We got a show on Sunday morning. Tony's been crushing these, these showdown slates Thursday, Sunday night, Monday night. Thursday night games should be interesting. We'll be talking in our Discord, in our expert chat. We can reach out to Dave and reach out to myself, Joel, and everybody on our team. Check out the projection models, the lineup optimizer. You know, these are the tools that we use every single day to build our lineups here. It gives ownership projections. Lock in for free with promo code WINBIG. Joel, last thought, man. Who's going to be on the million maker? I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it's somebody from your team you drafted, but let's each go out with a million maker play um, that you're going to need to have in your stacks. I'm actually going to go with someone I didn't draft. I'm going to go with Nick Chubb. Okay. Dave, who do you got, man? I'm going to go with Nick Chubb because I drafted him. No, um, no, I mean, honestly, I like that stack in the Jets game. I think you're going to have to get one of them right. And I'm actually going to be with Joel on this one. I'm going to go Jalen Waddle. I think he responds this week with like a 25, 30-plus week. So um, I, I think Waddle's going to have a big, big week. Yeah, I'll go with Christian Kirk, man. I'm going to have confidence with my team. Of course, the Mets are hitting – they're up eight nothing. Alvarez hits his first home run as a as a major leaguer here. But Joe, shout out to your Yankees, man. Judge hit his sixty second. You should be in Texas right now catching balls, man. That should be where you're at right now. Did but, they actually catch it? Yeah, somebody caught it, man. Uh, somebody. Yeah. Not only did somebody catch it, but some let's not call him an idiot, but some guy who's like ten feet away hopped out of the stands, hoping the ball would like fall in between that first row and like. Like what happened to Toronto? Yeah. Yeah. So he jumped off. It's a high wall. I don't think it's like a, a five foot landing there, like maybe in LA or somewhere where it's like a closer stands. Like he literally jumped, like gotta be like a 15, 20 foot drop. So hopefully that dude's okay. Uh, we'll see what happens though. It's been a good show so far. Um, everybody check us out at windailysports.com. Joel, good luck in your games this week in PGA. Um, hit another 10, 10 team parlay, man. Go out there and, uh, easy right you do nine for nine ten for ten yeah. you don't text me any of these plays man I, that's the messed up part like you don't text me dave don't text me don't. you guys just win money and just keep it all for yourself <laughs> nice guys you are man any last thoughts dave i joe i'm just in the lab man i don't have time to text that's what i keep telling them well in fairness i just spent an hour telling you every team i like <laughs> yeah, let, me, let me go rewind take the tape. I, I didn't take, I didn't take the notes man i didn't take the notes i asked dave this yesterday joe Yesterday, day before, he forced me to do an MLB pod after the Mets got swept by the Braves. Good friend he is. Um, who wins the World Series? Let's talk about it real quick. Playoffs going to start in a couple of days. Your Yankees going to take it down, or what's your thoughts? I know. I, it's actually funny that I've never corrected you. I'm a Mets fan, so oh, I, I don't so, dislike the so, Yankees. I'm a Mets fan. So you're a Met, I, for whatever reason, I thought you were a Yankee fan, man. You're living in Jersey. Uh, I thought you were a Yankee yeah. fan, man. No, I'm a Mets fan too, man. It's been brutal. Um, really been brutal, man. This is a bad weekend. The Marlins tried their best to kind of hold on. So you got the Mets winning it all, or we we're out in the first well, two rounds. I'm a homer. I'm gonna. Root. I want the Mets to win it all. I'm, I'm gonna say the Mets, but I guess if if I had to put my money on it, I'd take Houston. 
Yeah, I think Houston. Dave, you going with your Phillies, bro? You going Phillies no, race? No, no, but they they will be an interesting team because they can hit and they have some, um, you know, heavy pitching up front. But, you know, like I told you last night, Braves are probably the team, and I hate to say I mean, look, we both – we all hate to say it. Um, but that team, I think, is better this year than last, and they got the right manager. So I don't, the Dodgers don't scare me. It's crazy. Like, I know they're number one in hitting, number one in pitching, best bullpen. Like, it's it's sick. They had the biggest run differential since, like, 1920, Babe Ruth time. But for some reason, they don't scare me. Yeah, I think the Astros, clear-cut favorite. I wouldn't be shocked if the Mets and Yankees make it a Subway Series. Braves are good. Phillies could hang in there with Nola um, and Wheeler leading the charge. There. Suarez has been pitching better. They have a good offense, um, so we'll see what happens. I think Dave made a, a sneaky call. Don't count out these Rays. Like, if you're going to take a long shot yes. bet to make the World Series, I, I like them to make the World Series, whether they win or not, that's yet to be seen. But I think the Rays are, are a sneaky dark horse team. Like, if there was two dark horse teams, I would say, based on the odds, would be the Rays and the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. The Cardinals have a pedigree, just, you know, they figure shit out. Every single year. They scare me probably worse than any other team in the National League, even though the Braves and Dodgers are the pedigree, the better teams here. The Cardinals scare me. It's not about the, the talent. It's about yep. the it's about the pedigree in that organization. So they worry me. But we're talking NFL, so let's get off. Let's get out of here. Good luck to everyone's games. We'll see you next week.